You found it. The home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 107 of the Patriot Review. We have a really good episode for you today. I had the pleasure the other day to talk with uh, Gunny Bud Cornwell, who's the host of the Patriot Cause. And we uh, we just had a really good discussion. And, and the question was, first of all, he's a retired Marine Corps. I should mention that as well. But the, the, the conversation was about the heart of a patriot. What What is a patriot? What is a person who considers themselves an American patriot and one of their beliefs? So I just want to, before I play the interview, talk a little bit about that, you know, looking in the mirror a little bit and comparing it to the criticisms that are thrown our way and the and the the lies and the the misrepresent, misrepresentation of what our beliefs are. First of all, uh, you know, a patriot is somebody who they like to say, the far left likes to say that a patriot is somebody who is a white supremacist, who is, you know, uh, only going to shove Christianity and, you know, religious dogma down your throat and, you know, not going to respect your opinions. And all those things are further, are far from the truth. And they call us fascists as well, which is the worst. And I've said it a lot and I'll say it again. Fascism is a product of the left. It is not a product of the right. Nationalism, yes. Nationalism is a product of the right. However, if we are nationalistic, are we not nationalistic in our founding principles? Are we not believers of everybody is an individual and individual rights apply and that our rights are given to us by a higher power? Whether you believe it, uh, you know, in God or not, um, you know, our rights are, are individually assured and not by or controlled by a, you know, a despotic regime like the one that we're facing today here in America and like the ones that are all over the world trying to push through their new world order agenda. So a patriot obviously is is a positive thing, and we all know that, but their argument just doesn't hold up because we do believe in the founding principles. We do believe, you know, that uh, everyone has their individual uh, freedom and and liberties, and it's not uh, based on color. It's not based on ethnic group or sexual preference. No matter how they like to try to spin it and say that, it isn't us who is looking at people and discriminate, discriminating against them for their beliefs. It's not our big tech that's censoring them. It's not our educational systems that are shoving these things down their kids' throats that aren't healthy for them. And the list goes on and on and on. And, and I just wanted to make that statement before we get into the interview here. So, you know, I wanted to say, too, that this is... A real pleasure because you, you you know you don't have an idea if you don't do this what happens behind the scenes and I can just tell you that there are challenges for sure but there are just amazing amazing people that you meet in doing this that become your guests that um, you know help you out without even being asked you know, asked you know and just a few of uh, folks that I want to thank you know Mike Lindell number one putting the Patriot Review on. Uh, Frank speech that was that's our our major home that's our our first home if you will of a of a, a streaming uh, service other than the major public streaming services uh, right America media and I have an interview with Juan that I, I want to show I might do that uh, this next week depending on how things go 
Um, so Mike Lindell, his staff also top notch. I tell you what, um, when I walked into the Moment of Truth Summit in Missouri, and when I said my name, you know, three people at the front said, "Oh, this is so great to meet you," because you talked to them and they help you out, and it's just been fantastic. Also, Frank Social as well, and that particular person likes to be anonymous, um, and she just does an awesome job. And you know, I love these people, and they they really have helped me out. Uh, Javon Hutton Pulitzer is another one. He's a guy. I want to thank for his assistance, Clay Clark, uh, Nina May, who is a, a documentarian, a, a film producer. Uh, just a whole, there's a whole bunch. I mean, I can't, you know, if I were to list them all, that'd be the whole, that'd be the whole episode. But so these people are patriots, and these people we help each other out, just like you help your friends out, you know, because you believe in the bigger picture and you understand the bigger picture, and you understand that. Your legacy needs to be a legacy of fighting for freedom. And I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about fighting for freedom, standing up, making your voice heard, you know, using uh, the law to to stop what's happening in our country. And we see more and more of that happening. And I'll talk a little bit about one, one example in particular at the end of the show today. Uh, what I wanted to do now, though, is I want to get into the video itself. And this is the interview again. Um, I hope you enjoy it. It's a conversation that I really enjoyed, and your feedback is always appreciated. So here we go. I'd like to give a very special welcome to Gunny Bud Cornwell from uh, the U.S. Marine Corps, retired, and he's living. It's okay to tell him where you're living. Are you in a top secret? Absolutely. No problem. (laughs) So Gunny is in Alabama. We're going to have a great conversation, fun, informative. We're going to just kind of let it flow naturally, and uh, we'll make sure that Gunny tells you how to find him. So first of all, welcome to the Patriot Review. It's an honor to have you, sir. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's it's a pleasure being on any podcast, specifically the ones that understand what the reality is, what the world reality is. And thankful that we live in the world, but we're not of it. And that is where we're at today. Amen. And we were we were talking a little bit before I hit the record button, and we were having a good discussion. So I kind of stopped it right there. But um, get to get it on tape, or I guess it's not tape anymore. To get it on video, um, dating myself. But um, so yeah. So talk about that a little bit. What what, what do you mean by of the world? Absolutely. Um, Here's the bottom line is there's two type of people in the world. Only two. I'm not talking about genders or whatever. Which are only two. (laughs) Yep. And, And simply put, you're either a person that lives in the world, strives, does things, to progress in the world, whether mm-hmm. it's climbing a ladder, having you know uh, a business, starting a business, being a superstar, you know, whatever it is. Specifically, a lot of people can relate to, at least in my age, if you remember, right, being a rock star right. in those days. You well, talk yeah, about was... being, yeah, being a rock star is like, oh man, if I could just you know, have my band and, you know, I, I did and that. get all this popularity. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's part of being in the world. Not right. saying 
that you can't do these things. That's the difference. It's not right. saying you can't progress and be, you know, even a billionaire in the world. Difference is, is if you're relying on this world to be happy and have joy and satisfaction, I'm sorry, but it's going to fail you every single time. Right on. So the second person is a person that understands that the world is not the end. It's not what God has designed us to be. Right. We are fallen creatures. We are sinful creatures. So our hearts are evil from day one. This is why the world is what it is. However, you have the opportunity to reject that conceptual idea of being in the world. You can live in the world. You can pay your taxes or whatever. However, if you're a person that has been approached through the gospel of Jesus Christ and accept. So here's the difference. A lot of people say, well, you're elected or whatever. And I get that conceptual idea. But the goal is, if you accept Christ, if you accept the actual Lord that created everything as a individual in your life, then you're no longer of the world. You're right. in it, but you're no longer of it. So being someone that is in this world, I, I get what's going on. It upsets me. You know, we have these moments, right, Jeff, where, where we're, you know, you just kind of have this anger that going, yeah. you know, especially <laughs> our country, you know, degrading ourselves. Mm -hmm. But we must always remember that God is sovereign in control of everything. Yeah, let me let me unpack that a little bit. So when you, this is how I responded um, in my mind when you were talking about being in the world. I think for me, what helps me understand what you're saying is that those people are are existing in the world for themselves. They they're yes. people who are. Uh, they look towards the bigger and better and they're concerned about wealth and they're concerned about power. They're, they're, they're narcissistic. I mean, when I was a little boy and I told this on a show a couple weeks ago, when I was a little boy. We, we took a field trip to McDonald's, right? And it was a big, huge deal. And nowadays, of course, people take it for granted and everything is instant gratification and everything is yes. about us individually. Selfishness. Yes. Except for, Liberty. When it comes to liberty and freedom, all of a sudden, those very people have a big problem because they think that, well, this should this should be how it is, and you have to accept how, what I think right. and what I believe. Right. So there's this there's this uh, you know there's this narcissism, instant gratification. The only standard is no standard, and we've we've really went to hell in a handbasket as a nation because. At the very same time, and very deliberately, we have these these New World Order folks who are destroying the and have been for years destroying the family unit, you know, mocking the nuclear family, yes, um, destroying masculinity and saying that your masculine uh, traits are toxic. Although I will say this, 
folks, if you're one of them, when I went to high school, we brought our guns to high school because we'd go hunting after that. And nobody Absolutely. thought a thing about it and nothing happened. Absolutely. No, nobody even ever got stabbed by, you know, it was it, the worst thing that happened was a fist fight. And that was because we had dads at home that we knew if we went home, we'd get our butts kicked. And yeah. we, we weren't the same. So, I, you know, I see you. I, I absolutely agree 100% with what you're saying. And, um, you know, I what I want to ask you, uh, give you a, my little story br briefly here. So I was working in corporate America 30 years. I get a disease that's not curable. I get a disability rating. Um, uh, so I'm legally disabled. Uh, I have this uh, health, chronic pain health condition that, that, you know, I deal with every day. But it's, to me, it's a blessing because you know what happened? I'm not in corporate America anymore. Now I'm doing something yeah. I'm passionate about. So I go to Missouri for a special gathering that Mike Lindell had for content producers. You know how many people sat around the table? Of 1,200 people, we sat around the table and every one of them said, I never expected to be doing this. And here's how I got to this point. Something happened yes. in my life that led here. And, you know, our conclusion is that didn't happen by accident. We nope. we are all patriots that have been called on to to do this duty, this this dirty work, because you certainly, you know, you get attacked for it. But um, it's it's the fight for the nation. What do you what do you think about all that? I know I talked a while there. No, it's absolutely correct. And the difference is, see, you and I and many people like us have to get to a certain point in our lives before we have to release ourselves to Christ, to the comfort that he gives us. And I'm going to give you a great example of what happened with me. Now, I was raised in a non-Christian family except for my grandmother and so forth. I was baptized at eight because I stayed with my grandmother, which I had no idea what that meant. But when I was with the VA, like we were talking about beforehand, as a government employee, I, I had a hard time just putting my key in the car and going to work. So I was out cutting wood one day and I got on my knees and I prayed to God. I'm going, God, I am completely miserable. I make lots of money. I had the toys, camper, the big houses, all of that. But I was absolutely destroyed, unhappy. And he came to me. And then I went back that day, talked to my wife. I says, I'm going to be a minister. And she looked at me like... <laughs> You lost your freaking mind. Are you kidding? You're going to go from IT to be a minister? I'm like, yep. So I got my uh, degree, became a minister, got ordained as a minister. But here's the thing. So I went to Missouri, a very small church in Missouri, which was awesome. But I don't know if you know what a deep vein thrombosis is. I do. But yeah. Basically, it's, it's blood clots. Mm -hmm. So... My wife and I were at a, uh, we were getting our new eyeglasses. And one of the congregation members looked at me and I had shorts on and she said, look at your leg. It's all swollen. I didn't even have a clue. So I looked down, I'm like, holy snikes. And I thought it, I got stung by a bee or something. 
I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe it'll go down. So I went to lunch with my wife after we did our glasses. What happened was while I was eating, I started feeling this uh, dizziness, you know, very weak, everything. I'm just going, something's not right. So we went to emergency room. As soon as I walked in, I sat down because I couldn't hardly walk because of the dizziness. And the wife checked me in. Two minutes later, they were rushing me back to, you know, the emergency room. So they put me on a bed. They came in. They did a ultrasound on my leg and all that stuff. And that guy left. Five minutes later, the doctor comes in and goes, you need a complete CT from head down. You know, a scan. Mm -hmm. So she said, can you walk there? I said, well, yeah. She goes, do you have like shortness of breath or anything? I'm like, no, I, I just, I'm just dizzy. I can breathe fine. So I go do the CT, come back. And I'm laying back in the emergency room bed. The doctor comes in, puts a chair next to the bed, and there's four or five other doctors. And she looks at me and she goes, why are you here? And I said, well, because my leg is swollen. You know, common sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> my leg is swollen. She goes, no, you should be dead. And I'm going, what <laughs> well, the nice. hell are you talking about? <laughs> what happened, Jeff, is those blood clots went from my leg all the way up through my lungs and heart and everything. Wow. I was covered with blood clots. It's called a uh, uh, embolism, basically, where your lungs and all that stuff, yeah. pulmonary embolism, basically. And she was absolutely amazed that none of those blood clots, you know, landed in my heart and clogged up all, you know, all that stuff. Wow. And she goes, I don't I really don't understand why you're still alive. I says, I know. Mm. If I was dead, then I would, it was time for me to go. But it's not. He he had, this This was years ago. This was back in uh, 2018. So the bottom line is this. I, you know, I felt fine other than my leg being swollen. But I told her, I said, <laughs> he knows. That's why I'm still here, because he knew that I got better plans for you. And of course, uh, I'm dealing like you are dealing with, you know, issues with my back and legs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I have disability from the VA, et cetera. But the point I'm making is this. The reason I'm still living and still having joy is not because of being of the world. It's right. because God and his spirit is always in me. And I have the ability to look at the world, hate what's going on. And when I say hate, what I mean is disagree with what is happening because it's not what's supposed to happen. But at the same time, I have the comfort in Jesus Christ that saved me. And he guides me and tells me what to do. Yeah, you're here for a reason. And I think that's, we're, we see so many patriots, you know, it's it's really easy doing this. Maybe you feel the same way, but I, I feel this way is that it's overwhelming doing this sometimes where you just have to get away, turn it off, get away from it. Oh, and, yeah, sure. And, um, you know, and then there's always there's always a 
you know, a, a positive within everything though. There's just interviewing people like yourself. You, you know, you're meeting, I'm meeting people who are patriots, who care about this country, who care about the world, who care about individual liberty and freedom. And it's, a, it's uh, the, the, the moment for me, the light went off was when I was thinking about what is my legacy, right? Everybody comes to that thought eventually in their life. And I was thinking, you know, one of my brothers is into genealogy and what that made me realize is that within three or four generations, I mean, you're forgotten. You're, yeah. you know, right. So what is the legacy I want to leave? Is it some invention? No. Is it, you know, legacy, the best legacy I can leave is to fight to, to assure the freedom of, of people that follow me. Absolutely. And that is the switch that turned it on that, you know, so I started after January 6th, which, you know, I think is a horrid, absolutely horrid stain in our history. Sure. Uh, from the standpoint of patriots in prison that did nothing. Yeah. And, I was there, by the way. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're I'm glad they're not attacking you because I know. You know I didn't it, I didn't go to the Capitol. Long no, story, but bottom line is never I didn't well, go. We had to get back on the train. It had a person that was with us and she had a, a bum ankle and it was really bothering her. So instead of going to the Capitol, we went right back to the train station. Well, you know, I have to give McCarthy credit. I mean, he's a full-blown rhino, I think, but he he's turned the tapes over now, so it's going to be interesting to see what's released from those forty-one thousand hours of of video yeah. on that day. So, you know, I, 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 we already know what it is. We know we know yeah. that it was the false flag. I call, yeah, I, there there's enough video from all these people that recorded it and all that. You yep. you know, we don't have to have the cameras and. Capital yeah. to show us this, and I agree like, with yeah, you. Yeah, I had Kara Castronova on very shortly afterward, and you know the video of Roseanne Boylan and and the video of Ashley Babbitt and the other the gentleman who died with the flashbangs as a result of the flashbangs. I mean that one is is undeniable. The video, all, all of them are, but you know Ashley Babbitt's probably the number one where the guys are aiming at the window, waiting for somebody, never says a word. And shoots her right away with with no warning. She's unarmed, nothing, and yep. he just shoots her, murders her in cold blood, and he's walking free. And our our so called president is releasing top terrorists as you know as yep. these people sit in jail and rot with no due process. That that is infuriating to me. That is the difference. The difference between you and I and and them people is that. I'm not going to go out, bust windows, loot, steal a couple thousand dollars worth of crap and light things on fire. We are the peaceful ones, you know, and they they like to play the game of, you know, telling everybody that we're the crazy violent people. You know, so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all part of it. And here's the thing. It, this is the, the, the communist manifesto at, at its greatest. I never thought I would see this in our country. I joined the Marine Corps in 1982. Who was president in 82? Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Right. Country was awesome. It was united it was. on both sides, right? And it was based on what? It's Christian values, morals that were established. If you were outside of that, you were committing murders or whatever, they put you away. They took yeah. you out of society. And fortunately, there wasn't a lot of people compared to the population that needed that type of, that type of incarceration. But now, because there's no mental hospitals, there's no place to 
to take care of these people that have all these issues, you know, this, these mental issues. And not only that, they're ingrained now in the education system and the government you know you're talking about these trans people these people i'm gonna say this i mean this with my heart they have massive mental issues because god created you as a man or a woman it's it's really that simple and you do not have the ability ever to determine that you are not the creation that God made you. Now you can do it. You can become whatever the hell it, as you want to call it, that you become. But the difference is, the the real difference is you have to have a base. Something that is true, the truth to live your life on. And when you don't have that, you'll believe in anything. You can do anything. And this is where we're at. Unfortunately, Jeff, this has escalated into our government, into, you know, our education system. Uh, Evil has taken over what we would call the standard morality of the Constitution of the United States. Right. And that's what we're dealing with. Right. You know, and and then I want to bounce this off you. I've I've told other guests this and to get their opinions on it, but. Um, I want yours. So, you know how we talk about the greatest generation, and we talk about how they fought off fascism, which is a product of the left, by the way, because anybody in the far right wants no government. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, so they fought off fascism. They saved the world, basically. The Allies did, and now I think that, um, and I'm probably people are going to disagree with me, but. I'm, mo- I'm much more skeptical about our chances. I believe we'll win, but we're not we're not that anymore. We don't have the faith base. We don't have the family base. We don't, you know, a lot of that is missing, at least for a larger part of the population. So it really behooves us, everybody who's out there, you have to be involved. You have to do something. You have to. Otherwise, you, know, you can't complain what you get. What do you think about well, that? Well, you have... No, absolutely. You got to go back to the 1850s and the 1860s when you had a massive revival in this country. This is before the Industrial Revolution, right? So we're talking mm-hmm. about tyranny that was being created uh, in, in the country back then. And But you had strong Christian church leaders going, ah, nope, we got to do something. And that's what they did. They went out. They brought in these people and and showed them what the truth was. And so you had this massive revival in, in America. And it made a huge difference. However, by the time we got to the 20s and the 30s, then we started this uh, Marxism. Because, by the way, Marxism was created about the same time, 1870s, right? Mm-hmm. So then it started creeping in in the 20s and the 30s, and it started with, believe it or not, Roosevelt, the New Deal, all that stuff. That's right. all communism. He's mm-hmm. saying, no, I'm, I'm building the government and giving people jobs. No, what you're doing is communism. Right. You're bringing them into the government instead of having contractors or, you know, 
providing real jobs through capitalism and through the market, you created a, a massive government. Right. And that's when it actually started. So as long as the government increases and they have this power, then the Marxists have the ability to come in and control or change it. Pick any of the departments of whatever, specifically the CDC, you know, DOJ, um, DOJ all of those, right? These people want power. They want to tell you, just like you were talking about, Jeff, how to live your life. Mm-hmm. God give us freedom. We have God-given rights, and that was the Constitution that established that. No other country in the history of the world ever did that. But you got to think about there's more to it. See, the human person has free will. Right. And that will that we have can go in different directions. It's not like you have the free will based on God-given rights. These people think they have free will based on the world, the culture of the world. That's where they're using their free will to make the changes. That is Marxism at its best. Yeah. You know, and there's all kinds of indications of it. It, You know, Biden's speech out in front of Independence Hall was absolutely atrocious. Um, (laughs) I I didn't even watch it. I couldn't watch it. I I put together a a skit. Um, I'll send it to you. It's a okay. I, once in a while I do these little humorous uh, spots. Sure, they're, they're funny to me. But um, yeah, so what you know, what you're saying, I think is right on. I agree with you 100. percent We got you know, we got examples like that. We have an example just uh, this week where he flies away to the Ukraine and commits yep. to protecting their border while ours is being overrun by criminals and potential terrorists. Uh, and diseased individuals with tuberculosis and other diseases that we've had a pretty good handle on, you know, and instead of being here for President's Day, he's doing that. And, you know, it's uh, just thumbs his nose at the American people every chance he gets, it seems, you know, and uh, this evil, evil is real. And that's the that's the other thing that I don't think the other side really understands. They really don't believe evil nope, is out there. And nope. they really think that you know what drives me crazy? Absolutely. I just kind of go, oh, brother, and roll my eyes. Every time I see one of those damn coexist bumper stickers, it's like <laughs> you can, you got the you got yeah. the symbol of Islam next to the, the star of David. And it's like, really? You really believe that that's possible? You really think that human nature is, isn't taking a big dump all over your bumper sticker? Because <laughs> it is. It's never going to happen. People, nope. there is natural evil. And there always will be. That's that's the way it is. <laughs> they don't see that, do they? No, absolutely not. Um, here's the unfortunate part. Unfortunate part, even with those, you know, coexist or whatever, and got different Islam and Jewish nation and Buddhist, whatever. The the a large population of the world are no longer even attached to any of those. Yeah, true. Right. So the atheism of the world is growing while the religious conceptual moral ideas other than the you know middle east countries that that will never change because they're tyrants right they force it on you you do this or we kill you you know right so but uh overall um 
especially, you know, the college kids, as an example, they have no foundation anymore. They don't have anything to ground themselves. Mm -hmm. So when they go into this education system, they're like a sponge. They just they absorb all of this hatred of American and all these things that are going on. And I, the, the question we got to ask ourselves, Jeff, is this. You're going to college, right? You're provided an opportunity for higher education. And that's based on the freedom of America. Right, right. I mean, and, and you're refusing. You're there, you're in college, and you're refusing to accept that the government, the country that we have, is the one that allowed you to do that. It's 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 insanity, is what it is. It is. How about we load them all up in C one thirties with a parachute and push them over North Korea? Let them have their twenty. Yeah, I was in Somalia. Military. Yeah, I was in <laughs> Somalia, and I guarantee you, Jeff, you can go to any, any slum, whatever in this country, everywhere. It doesn't even compare, not even close, yeah, to the suffering that is going on in that third world country. Well, even and countries if, like India. Know, I mean, in, in India. Absolutely. Like We're talking millions of people living in massive poverty. Yeah. You know, they don't they don't even have houses. They have all these little huts together. And they got a crap in a river somewhere, that kind of stuff. And it's still going on today. And people say, well, America will never get there. It will, and it can, if we allow tyrants to, to take it over. Economically. They don't it, care about you. They don't care about your ability no. to live your life and have free will, all they no. want is control of you. Well, they also believe, you know, I mentioned AOC and people like her believe that there's only one pie and America hogs most of the pie. And it's like, no, America makes new pies. And so can, so can these countries economically, they can, they can uh, you know, make their own, their own pies and generate their own wealth. It's not about America hogging everything, uh, you know, and, so that that drives me crazy too. But um, so I listened to uh, your podcast, and you were talking about. And I mentioned this before we recorded here. You were talking about um, the oath that every patriot, every citizen, should take. You want to explain that a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, it's a requirement. Now, let's say when you're born in this country, right? Of course, going to school like we did. You were taught civics. You were taught about the federal government, the branches and all that, right? Right. So we didn't necessarily, quote, take an oath because we were already Americans. But all these people that come in here to get naturalized, like my mom from Germany, right? Once she mm -hmm. passes the test and all that, she has to raise her hand up, just like the military, just like everybody in Congress, just like the president, and do what? Dedicate uh, yourself to the oath of protecting the Constitution of America. You know, the, the military, we do not protect presidents. We don't even protect people. Listen to what I'm right, telling you. Right. We fight for the foundation of the country, which is called the Constitution. If I went over to Iraq or, or went to Afghanistan or Vietnam or wherever we went to, and in my mind, I'm going, I'm 
fighting for the president or I'm fighting for Congress or I'm fighting for my brother and my sister. I'm going to lose every single time because that's mm -hmm. not a strong enough foundation. Mm -hmm. The Constitution is the foundation of the country. That's what the military specifically base anything that we do on. It, you know, when, now when we actually get into combat and we have issues, the majority thing that we're concentrating on, and rightfully so, is our lives and our buddies' lives, our right. you know, our our unit, right? And mm -hmm. that makes sense because we don't need to worry about anything else at that right. time. We need to worry right. about staying alive and and accomplishing the mission. But overall, the purpose of that is to protect the Constitution of the United States. You know, How do you do that? You keep the enemies from taking over our country. But right. now it's from the inside. It's, yeah, it's not external enemies destroying America now. Yeah. People that do not raise any and people that have raised their hand and said that they will protect the Constitution, but they're not doing it. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're you know, circumventing you look, it. You look at uh, you look at history and I had mentioned that you know, my belief is fascism is, is on the left and not the right. In those examples Believe that it. I would cite, you look at history, you look at uh, Hitler, of course, you look at Stalin, you look at Mao, you look at, you know, whoever, whatever tyrant you want to pick, they change their oaths to be dedicated to be an oath for that person. I will fight for Adolf Hitler. I will fight for Chairman Mao. I, you know, they, they all did that. Saddam Hussein did that. Uh, every time, everywhere you look, uh, when there's tyranny, that loyalty is just for that person. And that is the big difference between our freedom. Uh, number one, it's God-given, as you mentioned. And number two, our, our responsibility is, is to protect those rights of not only ourselves but every other individual in this country, right? So, yeah. It, so, folks, I mean... We, we still see that. We see that on the left right now, that it's becoming much more, you know, I'm dedicated to this individual than I'm dedicated to this country. In a lot of cases, you know, that individual is, is somebody who really doesn't know what the hell they're even talking about. And right? money. And money, yeah. yeah. That's money, money is huge. It's a huge <laughs> determination on what direction. Think about what I hate as a politician, you know, like Lindsey Graham gets up there yeah, and talks about no how... Kidding. Christian he is and all this kind of stuff. He is he is just as corrupt money wise as the you worst. Bet he of is. Them. He's one of the worst. But Matt there. Gates, great example. People don't know this. Matt Gates does not accept one single dime whatsoever from lobbyists. None. That's right. That's right. And they all need to lobbyists need to go away. This yeah. this you know it wasn't in the Constitution. It, it there was a reason. Right? right, because big business and those can influence a legislator's decision to do, you know, whatever it is. But yeah. that needs to absolutely be outlawed. That term that's came part from of, of what we got to do to if we're going to correct this country. We got that's one thing that needs. Of course, unfortunately, it's got to be what passed in Congress, right? Right. Well, that's the, the hard term. Lobbyist came from. President Grant. He, he used to go down yeah. to the, the Willard Hotel and have a bourbon and cigar in the 
lobby yep. down there and he said oh these damn lobbyists won't be alone <laughs> and the term stuck and uh, you're absolutely right they, they have a lot of you know and also the corporate money that goes to campaigns that should be completely outlawed um yep you know so in, why in why is some... corporate people getting involved in government right exactly right it's because you know if you're a contractor like you know Nolfer Grumman or whatever yeah you get Right. You want to make sure that those government yeah. people, you know, make that, you know, war bonds and, you know, that budget and all that stuff to the to the military increase so you can, you know, make more sure. money off of it. They're investing in politicians so that they get a kickback, increase Absolutely. their profits. We are we are actually out of time already. Um, I'd yeah. love to have you back, though. We, we, sure. we definitely have a lot more we can talk about. So I would appreciate that if you come back. We'll work that out in the near future here. Absolutely. And Jeff, I'd love to have you on the Patriot cause, the same thing. And I'd love know, it. And yep, I'll, I'll send out the information for you to, to join the Patriot cause. And our, my audience is absolutely going to love you. You know, the majority of the people that listen to the Patriot cause get it. They understand it. Uh, we're Christian loving, you know, in the world, not of the world people. <laughs> Well, I appreciate and, that offer. Yeah, I definitely do. I would Absolutely. be honored to do that. Well, yeah, thank you, sir. That. So how do people get a hold of you? What's uh, what's the best way to, to listen to your podcast and all that social media information? Absolutely. So I'm on virtually any podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, all of them, <laughs> a lot of them anyway. Right. So the Patriot cause, the Patriot cause, or you can go directly to my website, thepatriotcause.com, and you can listen to the podcast there. And also you can scroll down. I am a staff member of Convention of States. And Jeff, that's a whole nother discussion yeah, we can yeah, have. Absolutely. I'm also a member of Veterans and Defense of Liberty. So uh, it's, it's basically all part, just like Jeff. You know, we're all working together to do what is necessary to bring our people together, people being patriots of America, which there's a lot more of us than there are of them. It's just Amen. we, for whatever reason, a lot of patriots do not want to talk about anything. And unfortunately, that's yeah. that's we can't do that anymore. We got to have megaphones now uh, right. to be able to get the message out. So right. thank you they, very much, Jeff. I appreciate the, the opportunity. You're, you're so very welcome. And you know, we definitely have a lot more to talk about, especially the, you know, the last thing you mentioned, the, the fear, you know, folks, if you're afraid to, to speak up or, or do anything, yeah. just think of how more fearful you be when this, you'll be when this goes down the road and, and we do have somebody that's knocking at your door because that's, that's what's coming. It's already happening with the FBI. Yep. But, um, so yep. thank you very much, Gunny. God bless you. I will have you back and I would love to be on your show. Awesome, sir. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful weekend. You as well. Great example of a true patriot. I really enjoyed that conversation. As you can tell, it was just kind of back and forth, nice and casual. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, one thing I will take back, however, immediately is my credit to Kevin McCarthy. Once I found out that the tapes are being released only to Fox News, and there are some headlines on that, um, that we'll talk about as well. So we'll be back to do that in just a bit.
after we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, even though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific um, sight to come upon. It was Our daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our uh, minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that, the color of grace changed. And, um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. We're about news, commentary, conversations, truth, liberty, and God. We stand for American values and our flag. We believe that the Constitution is a document that fortifies rights already given to us by our Creator. We will not apologize for our love of God and country, ever. We are right, America media. Hey Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800 519 9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. 
So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. Can you guess up the speed on it? Yeah, it's uh, as everybody knows, uh, Kevin McCarthy and the gang uh, released uh, uh, 44,000 hours from January 6th to exclusively Fox News. Well, we're not going to sit back and let that happen. Um, uh, this is our First Amendment but, provision. But, but, but Mike, but Mike, but Mike, 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 but hang on, Mike, Mike, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Of all the fights we got in the world, of all the terrible things going on, we're fighting on every different front. They're giving 44,000 hours to Tucker because he's got the staff to do it. Of all the stuff, you're fighting everywhere. You're, you're trying to get the machines out. You're, you're running a company. You, you know, you're, they're, they're trying to destroy Mike Lindell. Why of all the fights that we got, why would you pick on going on, uh, going, uh, going up, uh, t- telling McCarthy he can't partner with Tucker? Well, because Fox, number one, Fox is going to sift through it and only put out what they want. And I'm tired of it, breaking our constitutional rights. We have to stand up at everything. Um, just because they're doing it everywhere, everything has to be addressed. I don't know why the media is not going after him. Uh, we are at Lindale TV. We're going after him for the First Amendment provision. Freedom of the press. We're injured by not having access. And then the other thing is the equal protection clause, discrimination by the speaker. You don't just give it. It's, a, it's like a cover-up. Why does just Fox get this so they can cover it up even more? It's disgusting. All of us, including War Room, we all need to see what's on those tapes, and we need to see all of them. And we need to we need to go through them. We're we're um we're uh, the press too. We're we're uh, why would you? Uh, it doesn't even make sense. And this also goes back to my my lawsuits with Dominion and others. There's there's a lot of cover up going on where they two even kind of tied together out there. But the lawyers, they, we were going to go after Fox to get it. And the lawyers, yesterday we had a big meeting, and they said, no, we're going to go right after the speaker, right after Congress. And uh, and I'll take it all the way up. I don't care if I don't get it there. We're going to run this all the way to the Supreme Court. I'm tired of our violation of our constitutional rights, Steve. It's just not right. It's disgusting. And I say God bless Mike Lindell, and I'll answer actually one of my very favorite um Political comment, or political shows is the War Room and Stephen K. Bannon, but I have an answer for you, Steve, and that is because they are violating our rights by not giving us that material and not fighting against that would be condoning it. And I think Mike's right. Uh, there is so much out there that has to be addressed, uh, you know. And if um, Mike Lindell has the bandwidth to be able to do that, more power to him. There are all kinds of people who are attacking specific parts of our issues, you know, whether it's like I was made uh, a media uh, a member for um, Voices Against Trafficking. So you got people who are specifically focusing on that, and there'll be more to come about that as well. But um, so, yeah, so I think that Mike is on the right track. I think that uh, Kevin McCarthy, you know, obviously 
sending it to Fox only, and we all know what Fox is lately. And and uh, you know, I think that's just a uh, a way for him to be able to say, hey, I you know I shared it, I shared it. Well, we're all we all own it. Us American citizens, it should be online for all of us to sift through if we so choose. Um, the the crazy comments from the media about oh it'll show routes for escape and all this kind of crap. No, it it won't. I mean, the, the, that's just a, a completely insane argument because uh, the threat, obviously, within the within the uh, White House or Capitol or what have you, um, they evacuate ahead of time, and everybody is already aware of the tunnel and everything else, you know, especially for the Capitol. But you know, so um, I think that's just a, a a fake argument, and I think that. We need to push back against uh, Speaker McCarthy and, and demand that those videos be shared with us as they should have been. Um, and it is getting some press as well, you know. So we have the headlines here in the Washington Examiner. Uh, they're all over the place, of course. You know how they portray Mike Lindell unfairly, of course. Um, but um, that's not that's not a surprise and to be expected. So during the commercials, I showed you one of the previews for Breaking the Oath, The Evils of Incentivized Healthcare. You can go to America First Productions. That's America, the number one ST productions.com, and you can check this out. This has to do with the COVID protocols that kill, the COVID protocols that were used to basically murder millions of people, and that's not an understatement. Um, it's It's tragic. The people that are involved in this, I really am pleased with with how this is coming. I had originally targeted a March March 1st date, but I want to announce here that after uh, some conversation on timing of legal matters, we're going to push it to April 1st, and that is in no way because we're being we're being challenged about it or you know there's something wrong. There's not. We just want to make sure that the timing is uh, is appropriate. So. So look for that April 1st now. You can go, you can check out. There's previews. I showed you uh, some of the, the previews here as well. And we will have more for for you coming up in the future. But uh, I can tell you, like I said, it's it's going to be very, very good. I'm looking forward to your feedback. Obviously, I'm not a, uh, you know, a well-known <laughs> well uh, publicist or marketer, or I'm not, also not a well well-known producer. I don't have all the gadgets and tools and everything else, but I can tell you that if you'd want to donate to to uh, the documentaries, you can do so on that website, America First Productions. Uh, or if you want to donate to this show, that would also be appreciated. You can do that at redbloodedpatriots.com. So America First with the number one, stproductions.com, and red, uh, redbloodedpatriots at um, at redbloodedpatriots.com. You can email me at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. Um, just wanted to give a shout out to um, David, who is an, a new viewer, and he reached out and has communicated with me. So I always like hearing from uh, from new people. So David, thanks for climbing on board, and I hope you enjoy the show uh, as much as my other viewers do. And with that, what I wanted to do in closing was just talk a little bit again about this this concept of being a patriot. Now, I put together um, a short film, a short video as an introduction, and it was for, if I remember right, Veterans Day or Memorial Day. But um, when we think of all this stuff that's going on, when we, we 
just take a look at all the attacks and all the fronts we're being attacked on, whether it's internally from our supposedly our own people who swear an oath to protect our Constitution, who are doing quite the opposite, or if it's from the outside and concerns about China entering Taiwan and now with our troops there, is it going to be a world war and uh, the Ukraine and so on and so on and so on. Um, I always come back to the same point, and that is, what did all the people who came before us who lost their lives suffer for if we're not going to try to preserve it? So this this piece that I'm going to close with is a video that I produced called If If Not Us, Then Who or Whom. And I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you again next week at uh, 4 o'clock again here Central Time.